When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Thank you, Katie. We are the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer, and that, as you heard, was Katie. She's our guest announcer on the Colleen and Bradley Show. And every day we like to start the show with the three things we think you need to hear so you can be in the know today. And we call it the three at 1203. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. It is. It's the magic number. What is it all And here it is behind door The first thing we think you hear, you need to hear to be in the know today is, uh, you know, we kind of fell into this trap a little bit too. Um, when you talk about the royal wedding, it's hard to not do it with a little bit of a fake British accent. Hey, uh, we've been doing it all month. Pip, pip. Well, we weren't alone. Mm. Everybody was doing it. And uh, John Oliver. Badly, I bet. Exactly. Well, you'll find out. John Oliver took a collection of some of uh, the newscasters across the nation doing terrible British accents and compiled them all for your listening pleasure. You enjoy phony British accents. This is the week of the year for you. Ethan, tell us the details and do it in a British accent for fun. <laughs> Hello, Gordon. Hello, Hello. Hello. Tally-ho. No. Pip-pip. Cheerio, everyone. Cheerio, everyone. Cheerio this morning. Cheerio. Cheerio. I made it to merry old England. You cheeky monkey. Tally ho. Maybe a spot of tea. Spot of tea. A spot of tea. A spot of tea. A spot of tea. Spot of tea. From the town of Windsor. <laughs> Top of the morning. I mean. Wow. Those are pretty bad. I Those know. were terribly, terribly bad. But then, you know, it, it does. You can hear it and you think to yourself, those were terrible. And it does nothing but make me want to try it. <laughs> Holly says, no, please don't. No, but actually, Colleen, Bradley, you guys have very good British accents. I would say so. Thank you. You're you're hired. You are hired. Mm, that's nice. Mm-hmm. We're on door Spons number two. Tea. Let's see what we've got. I've got the um, wedding vows here of oh, the new prince and princess, actually the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. Duke and Duchess of Sussex. That is, by the way, the... Dumbest worst. title. It's the worst. I'm the Duke of Dallas. You can't not sound like you've had you've slammed a six pack of something and a mouthful of marbles. Yeah. Well, here actually are the Duke and Duchess of Sussex exchanging 
What? I just am very nervous whenever you say it because I'm afraid it just. Well, what could I say? I don't know, no but it just feels there. like there's something that could it's go wrong. It's a good wrong. thing it's not like. Oh, don't, don't do it. Don't, no. no Duke even. and Duchess of. No, okay. Stop. Um, let's listen to their vows. And Megan, I now invite you to join hands and make your vows in the presence of God and his people. I, Harry, take you, Megan. I, Harry, take you, Megan. To be my wife. To be my wife. To have and to hold. To have and to hold. From this day forward. From this day forward. For better, for worse. For better, for worse. For richer, for poorer. For richer, for poorer. In sickness and in health. In sickness and in health. To love and to cherish. To love and to cherish. Till death us do part. Till death us do part. I, Megan, take you, Harry. I, Megan, take you, Harry. To be my husband. To be my husband. To have and to hold. To have and to hold. From this day forward. From this day forward. For better, for worse. For better, for worse. For richer, for poorer. For richer, for poorer. In sickness and in health. In sickness and in health. To love and to cherish. To love and to cherish. Till death us do part. Till death us do part. Harry and Meghan have given their consent and made their marriage vows to each other. They have declared their marriage by the joining of hands and by the giving and receiving of rings. I therefore proclaim that they are husband and wife. And the crowd goes wild. Um, Also, can we just take up a spot of uh, bother on this particular one? A spot of bother? What's your spot of bother? Spot of bother? (laughs) Um, Till death us do part. Mm -hmm. Instead of, don't we say till death do we part? Till death death do us part. part. Till death do us part. Yeah, we say it, they say it backwards to us. They say till death us, till death. Don't you just say till death do you part? Till death do us part. So we say us too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Well, why do they switch Because number one, I've around? done it, and number two, Ooh, I deliver you. it. Well, I'm just saying... Okay. I'm, do you I'm just perform, selling it. Do you perform weddings? Oh, oh, look at you pulling your wedding card. Mm-hmm. But you can say whatever you want. Yeah, you There's totally no, can. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying they, we don't say it that way. Correct. And we also don't say it with that sweet accent like Harry did. I kind of wanted to marry him right there. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Well, you can't because he's married. But well, you know so who am I. <laughs> I mean, there's that. Awkward. Um, okay, now we need to talk about Oprah. I got my notes here on Oprah. Mm-hmm. Did you see Oprah's dress? I did. There was kind of a kerfuffle around the trails. And uh, Gail's got the latest on that. So should we uh, have a spot of Gail? <laughs> a spot of Gail. Oprah Winfrey arriving to the wedding. I can tell you that Oprah is wearing Stella McCartney. Oh, she is wearing yeah. She had a little bit of uh, a wedding emergency yesterday. She sent me a picture of the dress that she was planning to wear. And it was going to be a cream color, but it came out and it was bright, bright white with lace. And she said, do you think this is too white? And I went, uh, yeah, I do. I think it's too white. So yesterday, she whipped together this dress. She just got this dress yesterday because the one she was intending to wear, she thought was a little too white. So 
I don't know if you saw. I saw the the Instagram post from Oprah where she was like, "I had to get my dress, a new dress, hello for the wedding." <laughs> Oprah's, <laughs> Oprah's trying on a British accent, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh Lord, you know," because I didn't know the story, and it just sounded like Oprah being like, "You know, I had to," because she's thanking Stella McCartney and her team for working furiously to make her dress, and I thought maybe she just looked at the dress and was like, "I don't like that one." <laughs> But instead, we learned that it came out too white, and you don't want to—you don't want to compare yourself, or you don't want to, in any way, seem to be upstaging. Not that Oprah would have, but right? You don't want to be wearing white on a bride's wedding day. You know, it's isn't it weird that I never considered that? I probably because I'm not a person who would wear white. Well, regularly but you just anyway. Wear white to a wedding. I don't know if I was a person who wore white. I don't know that I would realize that I wasn't supposed to wear white. Do you know what I mean? I guess I just didn't realize that this was a piece of etiquette that we were that I needed yeah. to follow. And so I'm impressed that she checked with Gail. Well, especially because Gail if you're a girl. woman and you don't, I mean, the only thing you know about the dress is that it's going to be white. Right, this is so true. So you don't know what the dress you're about to wear is going to look like in comparison to the wedding or the wedding dress that's about to go down the aisle. So I would just think out of an abundance of caution, um, you know, you would maybe not... Um, Maybe not do that. I also is it also kind of strange that she didn't get the dress she was going to wear to the wedding until like two days before the wedding. Who? Oprah. Like, how long did Stella McCartney have to put oh. the second look together? Yeah, is my question. I just think that's so interesting. Um, but she looked so smart, nevertheless. Uh, they all, everybody, just looked so stunning on that day. It was like nothing went wrong. At least from where we stood. Yeah, well, certainly. I mean, as it mostly is, it's usually the people getting frustrated you'll never know about because they're the ones screaming off, you know, in the back somewhere like, oh, my God, it's ruined. (laughs) It's true. Um, And, you know, Megan had two dresses. So that's the other thing. You really couldn't. Well, if you would have worn anything, you would have appeared to be maybe upstaging her because you didn't know what either one of them was going to look like. You know what I'm saying? So, um to that point, everybody had two outfits because if you were going to, um, you know, that evening's reception, a lot of like I did not like everybody was and we could do a whole segment, certainly on the fashion that people wore to the royal wedding. But everybody was talking about what Serena Williams was wearing uh, to the wedding. And I thought that is not a favorite of mine. But then uh, she changed into her evening gown because, of course, they had the evening reception. And I thought that was fabulous. So, mm-hmm. you know, only at a royal wedding. I mean, not only because. People do it, but for those in attendance, you can like have another gown. Roll out your second look. Yeah. All right. Well, well, we'll be cleaning up after the royal wedding all day today, a little bit here and a little bit there. Uh, but when we come back, Elizabeth Reese is coming with all the dirt straight out of Hollywood and beyond, no doubt, on My Talk 1071 with a dirt alert. This is a My Talk dirt alert. We are presently uh, attempting to locate the dirt on uh, the it's Colleen so and Bradley show in here. on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Here she is. It's a dirt alert, and Elizabeth Reese is just breezing on in with the She's dirt. She's just back from London. Um, wow. The beautiful royal wedding. And look at you. You just You're look still wearing fresh your gown. and clean. You look amazing. How lovely. 
<laughs> okay, I'm sorry. No, guys, it's all my good. Alert came a little early, and I was just racing back from Chaska on a shoot for Twin Cities Live. So I've been because you are the gal about town. Boy, I've been running all over the nation today. Okay, how much did we love the royal wedding? Let's talk Wanted. all about it. So We've just much. been like party rehashing all day. How much fun it has been uh, to look back. I've been loving all of the little details about what happened at the reception and then the evening reception hosted right? by Charles. It has just been so fun. I also loved seeing the sketches of her wedding dress mm. that we got to see from Givenchy mm-hmm. and see how um, it's how like the that secret of the century. I mean, it was a really big secret, and I don't think that it was what anybody predicted. Not, no, at, all. not at all. Most people were thinking it was going to be something similar to what Kate did, and kind of that um, lace business going on. And it was very, very understated, very simple. Mm-hmm. But when I first saw it, I have to tell you, I was a little bit underwhelmed. A lot of people were, and then um, and I was a little bit concerned about like I felt like the fabric was so thick, so I wasn't sure about how it was fitting her. And then the more that I see it, the more I really. Love it. And I love how the train was really the, that's the centerpiece, right? right. Not the train, the veil. The veil. Mm-hmm. The veil was like, what, 16 feet or 16 something? 16 feet long. And then it had um, floral embroidery, flowers embroidered from all of the 53 Commonwealth oh, I love that. nations with the UK. You know, yeah. you know, because the other thing you have to remember is, I mean, typically, at least traditionally, if if you're having a second wedding, you don't necessarily do the wedding dress. This is true. Yeah. And so I I think it, it was a respectful nod for her to make some choices, some more conservative choices yeah. around how that dress was going to look, given the fact that this was her second wedding. Yeah, I think that that's actually really <laughs> true. And he goes, it's because he hadn't seen it. He didn't watch the wedding. He was busy. And then when he finally sat down and saw it, he's like, it's white? And I was like, um, what other color could it have possibly been? But he's like, <laughs> I don't like he was just thinking from a purely fashion perspective, mm-hmm. like it's much trendier now to have not a like pure as the driven not snow white, white dress. Yeah. And I was like, uh, she's royalty. It's a royal wedding. They would never have let her. I mean, I guess she could have done whatever she wanted. But the thought that she would have walked down in anything other than white. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. The tiara was on loan um, from Queen Elizabeth, mm-hmm. which was Kate also wore a tiara that was on loan from Queen Elizabeth. I mean, I guess I if your girls got some tiaras, I would say she right? has quite a few in vaults all over the place yeah. that you could get to. Uh, the second dress that Meghan Markle wore was designed by Stella McCartney, and that was the one that I thought was the total showstopper. I, I thought that, listen, I had I a friend ask me which one I liked better, and I really couldn't answer. Really? Yes, really. Now their official wedding portraits have been released. Okay. Have you been obsessing over these yes. today? Yes, this for a hundred reasons. Yes. One of them is that one of the two of them alone together on the steps yes. like, is take your breath away, beautiful. So sweet. Everything about it. But when you take a look at the ones, um, the, the group photos, there's one of, ju- of just the two of them with all of their, what do they call the... Their bridesmaids and page boys. Yeah, the, the, kids. the young kids. Yep. And then another one with you know more of the royal family there. Um, it is just fun to just... This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look around at all the different expressions and see all the little nuances. And <laughs> so stinking cute. And then I think, you know, there is something really incredible and fabulous about seeing Megan's mother in the center of these oh, photos. I, yeah. I mean, you know, there is, you cannot overstate the cultural importance and the significance of having a black woman as the mother of uh, Meghan Markle and be in the center of this royal family, which has been Whitey McWhiterson's for centuries. <laughs> yes. Whitey McWhiterson. Well, that's just, yeah. you know. That's a royal term. That's a royal term. <laughs> Lord and Lady Whitey McWhiterson. I mean, it is a big deal, and I think having the gospel choir oh, there, and so I think delightful. having, oh. um, you know, the bishop speak and who delivered the message there uh, having a black minister there was a huge deal and just as i was combing through twitter and seeing the reactions you know there is something i think that happened in this country when barack obama was elected as president where there's a whole massive group of people that finally saw themselves in that position and then you finally Mm -hmm. can have another group of people see themselves in places in history where they have been left out of Mm -hmm. and just and and deliberately left out of Mm -hmm. for such a long time and so to have that all come together i thought was really really beautiful Mm -hmm. the pictures are so and don't you just look at harry and you just see like the truest of true loves in his eyes i mean he just adores her and i was watching um cbs this morning had a you know like a royal um correspondent on who and i'm forgetting her name but she's been she does a lot of the royal coverage Mm -hmm. and she was interesting because she was talking about the different um level of affection among royals that is just unprecedented Mm -hmm. is nothing that we've ever seen before you don't usually get a lot of emotion you don't get a lot of emotion and you don't get physical affection i mean there are moments i was reading a story about um the photos of william and how affectionate he is with his children which was not even the case with charles Mm -hmm. and his boys and then particularly not the case with philip and his children Mm -hmm. yeah i mean just (laughs) not there's so little affection there was another royal couple that they were talking about um that the woman is pregnant and during the wedding the husband was like touching her tummy which is so normal to most of us that like if you were pregnant your husband would just like yeah. rest his hand on your tummy or touch your tummy or be like how are things going or whatever mm-hmm. but in the royal family to do that in private is one thing in public like you would never see that anywhere right and the two of them held hands for the majority of the sermon which yes. that is unprecedented as well yes um and like you said just that level of physical contact affection. and yeah. affection between the two of them is not like anything We've seen before. I know. With royals. And so it just is like heartwarming. It is nice to see this evolution. Well, I would say a lot of that is Queen Elizabeth. Like if you, she is very, you know, strict in many ways, but Mm -hmm. compared to the generations before her, you know, she was like the first to sort of humanize the... Yes, the, the crown in a way, the family. She's never beheaded anyone. That's true that we know of. That's always really positive. Um, Megan now has her own royal page on the website. So you can go and it says Duchess of Sussex. It has her, you know, her um, all the things that she's accomplished. Talks a little bit about her acting, but it doesn't mention suits, doesn't mention her real name. 
Um, but it goes. Does it through. mention her, uh, being a suitcase girl on Deal or No Deal? No, that oh, doesn't. It does talk about how she volunteered at a Canadian soup kitchen from oh. 2011 to 2013. So one of the things that'll be interesting, and I was thinking about this when as uh, people were talking about it uh, after the wedding in some of the coverage, that she will have a wonderful platform to do whatever the charities that are important to her would require. Yeah, but she is done having opinions, mm-hmm. so she will not. Re- I mean, unless something you know grand changes, yeah. royals generally don't have political p- opinions, for example, or outspoken. Um, social justice opinions that aren't tied specifically to a charity. So it'll be, that would be like probably the most difficult thing I would think if I you're a, think so such too. a public person yeah. and an American who mm-hmm. is like, you can't tell me what I can say. I know that's how right? we are. So I, I thought that was probably the most, um, th- that might be the, the, the point of, you know, contention. But for as she aligns herself with certain charities, I mean, she says on this website that she is a proud feminist. Yeah. I mean, I think that in and of itself is a big statement, you know, and I think most of us now are clearly understanding what feminism means, not women, everything it's equality. Right. Yeah. And so, um, equality for Burn all your bra. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean that you can still wear a bra and be a feminist, which is nice. But she she has that on the website profile that she's a feminist. So That's I really think cool. as she starts to you know align herself with all of these different organizations, maybe some of them too. She'll get a lot of a, pa- a pass on a lot of things because she's an American. Because yeah. all they have to do is just go, oh, those Americans. Mm. They're so okay. loud. That's what Kate yeah. said in this movie about. Stop it. We're done with that. When we come back, we need somebody to play the 30 second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five questions. If you get them all right, you'll win a prize. We do it every day at 1230. 651-641-1071. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five questions. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and uh, our caller needs to get them all right in order to win a prize. It's called the 30 Second Pop Culture Challenge. 30 Second Pop Culture Challenge. Who's playing today, Colleen, and what are they playing for? We've got Annette on the line, and Holly, what's Annette playing for today? A MyTuck 1071 summer swag bag. Ooh, fun. Awesome. Annette, the timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? I am. Okie dokie. Here we go. Uh, the character Dumbo is what kind of animal? An elephant. 19 was the debut album of which singer? Adele. Kit was the name of the car featured in what 80s TV show? Oh, it was with David Hasselhoff. Yep. Um, oh, I don't know. Do you want to pass? Yeah, I have to. Sandra Denton and Cheryl James go by what stage names? Say it again. Sandra Denton and Cheryl. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry, Annette. You did oh. not win today. The 30 Second Pop Culture Challenge. Annette Benning. We will play again tomorrow at 12:30. We do it every weekday. Okay, let's let's uh let's answer the questions she did not get. Kit was the name of the car featured in what 80s TV show? Night Rider. And uh, Sandra Denton and Cheryl James go by what stage names? Salt and Peppa. Salt and Peppa. BTS is a boy band from what country? South Korea. Okay. All right. Now that we're done with the 30 second pop culture challenge, we will solve some mysteries. We'll do it in the form of 
blind items that Holly has brought for us in a segment called Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Our first blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net has to do with a foreign-born, A-list, mostly movie actor. Mm. A foreign-born, A-list, mostly movie actor is the subject of our first blind item. Here we go. Apparently, this foreign-born, A-list, mostly movie actor turned soon-to-be television actor dislikes his ex so much that he refuses to have anything to do with the children he has with said ex. Ooh. Did you say soon to be TV actor? Yes. Hmm. Are we aware of this project that is making him a TV actor? I don't think it's made a ton of headlines, okay. but it is known. Okay. And okay. Um, foreign born. A-list mostly movie actor. I mean, you know, the only reason I'm going with this is because we just talked about him. Um, is it Hugh? Grant. Him? It is. Wow. Mm -hmm. Here's your blind item again. Apparently, Hugh Grant dislikes his ex so much that he refuses to have anything to do with the children he has with this ex. That's horrible. That's just terrible because, yeah, fine. You don't like your ex, whatever. But that's not the kid's fault. Exactly. He bugs me. Mm -hmm. Moving on. Gross. Yes. Our next blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net has to do with an A-list dual-threat actress who is an Academy Award winner slash nominee. An A-list dual-threat actress who is an Academy Award winner slash nominee. Okay. Here's your blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net. I'm wondering if this A-list dual-threat actress who is an Academy Award winner slash nominee is going to set her wedding date... For before or after the mistress of her soon-to-be husband gives birth. Oh. Um, so she's wow. about to get married and she's a dual threat. Dual threat actress. What's the other threat? Is her other threat singing? Well, I think that her threat is television and movies simultaneously. Oh, got it. Okay. Um, then, in that case... Yeah. And this is an engagement that we've been following, or we know that she's engaged. We have discussed this engagement. Mm. Is it an engagement? Who's Gwyneth engaged? Paltrow and Brad Falchek? Uh. That'd be a little weird, but uh, okay. So I just was going with anybody who's engaged. I don't think point. that we've discussed this engagement at length. However, it has been mentioned on the air. Definitely okay. has been mentioned on the air. Okay. Can we narrow down the actress a little bit, skis? Is she in her 30s or 40s, 50s, 60s? I think 70s, that she's 80s, in 90s? her 40s. She's in her 40s. Oh, let me look. Let me double check. Okay. Um, the mistress of her soon-to-be husband is going to give birth. Yeah, she's in her 40s. Oh, my God. Who is this? It's not Gwyneth Paltrow. It's not... Um, Another actress, Anne Hathaway. I don't know. I'm literally just naming I will say actresses. This, <laughs> this actress is really big on the TV right now. Oh, well, duh. If it's the TV, it's got to be none other. Keep buying time. Than somebody <laughs> who's on TV right now. Who's yeah. Really big. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, because she's already married. Who were you going to say? And she's older than her 40s. Tom Cruise's ex. Oh, oh! Is it Katie that one? Holmes? Oh, is it is it that one? 
The blonde one? Is she blonde? Uh, oh, okay. Was Screw it Katie that. Holmes? Uh, that would have been a good guess. I but. know. She was nominated for an Oscar for her role in a movie starring Brad Anytime Pitt. I hear Oscar nominee, I'm like, Meryl Streep. <laughs> <laughs> it's not no, Meryl Streep. she was nominated for an Oscar in a movie that uh, stars Brad Pitt. Oh, Oh! Okay, don't do this. Do you really know, or are you being silly right now? In a movie that stars Brad Pitt? Yes, she was nominated for a Best Supporting Actress Oscar. Is she foreign-born? No. I can't do this one. It's not that French lady, so... um, (laughs) It's gotta be... Angelina Jolie. And... (laughs) This person's TV role, I would argue... Is iconic for her. Uh, really? Comedy, drama? Uh, it, I guess it's a drama. I'm sure that there's elements of melodrama and. Uh, Jennifer is it Lopez? On, is it on network television or is it on a streaming service? Network. Network television. My gosh, that made it worse. Oh! Don't. Is it? Don't. You're, do you know? None other than what's her name with the very moving acceptance speeches? Oh, um, is this who it is? Viola Davis? Yes! Oh. oh, damn! All right, just give it to us. Taraji P. Henson. Oh, oh. dang it! Cookie uh-huh. Lyons herself, also nominated for yes. an Oscar in The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. They'll fill in the blank for you. In that movie. I'm wondering if Taraji P. Henson is going to set her wedding date for before or after the mistress of her soon-to-be husband gives birth. That was, ab- I'm just, I'm more embarrassed about what we just went through. Yeah, well, you, you should. Um, can't win them all. Yeah, that's true. Don't shame us, Holly. Shame she is can. Not we deserved that one. Yeah. All right. Oh, but and you- we even got an email. Thank you, Laura. Sorry, I didn't look at the email you sent, but she was correct. Wow. All right. Let's do one more. Last blind item from crazydaysandnights.net has to do with an A-list singer. An A-list singer is the subject of our Hmm. last blind item today from crazydaysandnights.net. Here you go. Apparently, the serial cheating slash loving her booze A-list singer is pregnant. That is what her cheating new boyfriend is telling people. Whoa, this sounds like a hot mess. Serial cheating, loving her booze. A-list singer. Um, don't do it. Bradley is doing the face he does when he thinks he knows it, but he did that four times in the last one, so I'm nervous. Oh, do you have an idea? Is it? Um, uh, is it Miranda Lambert? Is that what you were thinking? Yeah, because is isn't she the one that was cheating? This cheating, that's a cheater. She's a boozing she cheater. Cheats, yeah, and she's cheating. Yeah. Let me fill in the blank for wow. you. Apparently, Miranda Lambert is pregnant. That is what her cheating new boyfriend is telling people. Wow. Who's her cheating new boyfriend? Uh, some guy in a band. And he's still married. Yeah, remember Evan when that all came out? Felker. And then, that sounds right. And then, uh, and then um, her ex... Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton tweeted something about karma. Karma. And everybody immediately was like, oh my gosh, he called her out. And then he came out and was like, I didn't really mean that. What you guys all thought I meant was not what I actually meant. What I actually meant was not that. But it was actually totally what you meant, Blake Shelton. Exactly. Because I was born when? At night. But I wasn't born when? 
last, last night. night. Thank you. Apparently, there's relationship drama uh, between these two because it's there's an article in People Country. Miranda Lambert throws up a peace sign on Girls' Night Out amid Evan Felker relationship drama. Also, there's a headline about Evan Felker that he ghosted his wife. I mean, he sounds like a real winner. Winner, winner. Chicken dinner. All right. Okay, well, well, we failed that. Episode. We did. We failed horribly. But right now, we have something that means success for at least one lucky listener. What's that? Something that we're going to share right now. What's that? The new Bachelorette, Becca. I'm an independent This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Do the damn thing. Yeah, it's hot. Aww. 651-641-1071. Caller number seven is going to win what, Holly? They're going to win a pair of tickets to the My Talk 1071 Bachelorette premiere party. Be sure that you can go. It's at the Chart House in Lakeville this coming Monday, a week from today, May 28th. So 651-641-1071 gets you those pair of tickets to the My Talk 1071 Bachelorette premiere party. And again, just to put a finer point on it, that is Yes Memorial Day. So just make sure you can be there before you call 651-641-1071. We are giving those away every single hour. On my talk 1071. So keep listening for another chance to win. And when we come back, you guys, you should never meet the actors and actresses and celebrities that you admire. It's true. And I'm going to tell you why and how I know this today after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. You should never meet the people who you admire from movie or television or celebrities from all parts of the earth. Uh, and I have learned that yet again on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk oh, no. 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and um, you guys, I met Rob Lowe last night. Okay, how did that happen? Okay, so he, um, and I read this book a few years ago, this book that he put out called Stories I Only Tell My Friends. He has that book and another book called Love Life that really kind of Deep, dives deeply into just the stories of his life. Yep. And he has lived an incredibly interesting life. And he knows a lot of interesting people. And he's a great storyteller. Okay? Yep. And uh, so he wrote that book. And then he's now taken the show on the road. And he goes from city to city. And he does a about an hour-long stage show just of him telling stories. Uh, from his life. And then he opens it up to questions from the audience and you can purchase a VIP experience that you get to um, meet him after the program. 
and then have your picture taken with him and you get an autographed book. Okay. Kind of cool. It's really cool. It is an incredibly cool thing on paper. I had never done one of these VIP experiences before. I was going to tell you, I didn't want to burst your bubble, but I know what these VIP experiences can be like. And I feel like you had the experience I thought you probably might have. And it was kind of a bummer. So Tell people what happened. So what? Okay, I'll start with just saying if you bought tickets to a VIP experience where you got to meet a person and uh, take a picture with them and get, you know, a book from them in your mind, you might have a little bit of a a picture of that conjured up, right? Like you're going to get like a minute or two to say a couple things to this person. It's going to be lovely. That's not what happens. There are upwards of 200 people that have purchased these exclusive VIP tickets, which makes you feel not really all that VI. It's like when I go on a cruise ship and I'm fancy because I pay the extra money. I'm still one of many. You're still a cattle. uh, It's a cattle call. And they. Oh, so here's what they did uh, for us at the State Theater last night. They have you get up from your seats because we're all kind of across. Yep. Uh, No, it was like the first like. Seven rows. Okay. I mean, there's so many people. Wow. Get up and you have to move all the way over to another section. Everybody does, okay. right? And so we're all just sort of like shoulder to shoulder moving to this other section. Yeah. And then you plop down and you have no idea how long this thing is going to take. And then they start to bring you up on stage row by row. Oh, and you're God. in line. And, and you you're like shake hands, smile, shake hands. It wasn't smile. even. It was literally like by the time you get up there, you're starting to feel bad because we were at the front of the line. And I looked back and I was like, there's so many people behind me. And then you get up and you put your arm around him and he takes a picture with you. And Rob Lowe, there was something very sweet and kind about him where he made eye contact. And it was like he looked like he was trying to maybe connect a little bit, but also aware that we're not we don't have any time. And I just was like, thanks. It was a great night. Bye. And it was. uh, Yeah, because what do you say in that moment? You're not you're not going to say anything that's going to change your life, nor are you going to have a moment to be able to appreciate Anything organic or genuine no, about Rob Lowe? Nothing. Yeah, and you sort of start to Save realize your money, the, people. Yes, the Save only your reason money. you're doing this is so that you could have a picture of yourself yeah. with this person, along with 700 other people. Exactly, and just as a way to say this happened. Okay. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing I'm going to tell you. Rob Lowe on camera is the to me one of the sexiest men. He is so handsome. Mm. I have for years and years and years, like for a very, very long time, even before the sex scandal days, you know, I've always thought he was just this like perfect specimen of like hot. He up in person. He looks like the guy standing next to you in the checkout lane at Target. Yeah, I'm going to tell you. And you're not you, giving him I a second thought. I have not seen him in person, but I have had moments with him. Uh, I can't, and I can't think of it, whether it was TV or like a website picture or something like that, where I just was like, oh, well, he might be aging a little bit in a way that, it, it you know, that Photoshop might be trying to convince you otherwise. It's It was a struggle. Like, it was so, a moment. Okay, so what did you actually say to him? I, I literally bye. was like, thanks for the really good say, night. Bye. It was so awkward. It was very awkward. I mean, he said he, you know, I don't even remember. See, that's how fast it happens. But here's what I will say. Uh-huh. Okay. This question and answer thing he does is a lovely gesture, right? Oh, no. Oh, no. Red light. Can I just 
No, what you're about to say is exactly Carol what I'm Burnett. expecting you to say. Exactly. Carol Burnett, did people ask if they could get a hug? No. No, okay. they didn't do that, which I actually was kind of impressed by. But I have to tell you about one thing that happened where I was literally like, oh, no, that is not going to go well. So a young woman raises her hand. He calls her. Oh. He calls on her. She says, <laughs> he says, how old are you? And she says, I'm 13. And he's like, wow. Okay. 13-year-old about to ask Rob Lowe a question, mm-hmm. and 13-year-old's mom pops up and no. goes, I have to tell you a story. And then she bogarts her daughter's no. question and tells a story to Rob Lowe. And that's, a, by the way, everybody, a question is a question. It's not a story. Yeah, see, that's, It's not a statement. Can I ask it's you a, a question? question. Is this it a question? It's an actual question. Calm down. Um, how long did he talk before they got to questions? Like how much of the show was question and answer? I would say I, I, I wasn't paying attention to time also because you could not have your phones. Okay. So that's number one. But my, my feeling was like, it was like an hour of talking of him solo. And then like maybe a half hour of questions. Okay, that's not bad. Cause minutes. I'm telling you for all of those of you who bought tickets to go see Carol Burnett later, I, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to rain in your parade. Uh, but People, it's just like so long of people asking the most inane non questions. They're not questions. Yeah. I mean, I can't even tell you. People would, I, I, and I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, like, you've got Rob Lowe's ear, and what are you doing? So this mom totally bogarts her 13 year old daughter's moment, and then Rob, because he spent now this time with this. Yeah, this little girl. He moves on, oh. and she never gets to ask oh. her question. So thankfully, one very smart and possibly intoxicated woman in the front row, when he turned around to shut the lights back down and go do something else, tell another story, this woman in the front row goes, you never answered the 13-year-old's question. Oh, good for her. And he went back to the 13-year-old. Smart. Thank God. But I literally was like, oh, that girl is going to be on the couch in a therapist's office talking about well, that moment. For, exactly. I could not mother. believe that. Yeah. But, you know, it is interesting to me that, again, people have Rob Lowe's attention for... People don't go with questions And somebody asks a question like, they, what it's, song it's would like, you listen to if you could listen to any song for the rest of your life? And I'm like, like nobody so, wants to Rob know Lowe, that. if you were standing in front of me naked, which part of my body would you touch first? Oh, I'm feeling so awkward. It was that it's awkward, you guys. Yeah. So save your money. Don't do it, you guys. You guys keep the fantasy alive Thank in your you. in your mind. It's a better place. Thanks for, for the it. reminder. You're welcome. All right, when we come back, what are the boonies? No, seriously, like legit name boonies. the boonies. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. It's a movie from the eighties. Oh oh oh! O'Reilly. Count on the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts to recommend the best products for your vehicle and budget. Get maximum cooling system performance for 10 years or 300,000 miles with Peak Long Life Universal Pre-Mixed Antifreeze and Coolant. Now just $3.99 after mail-in rebate. Limit supply. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit OReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.